Unreal Engine 5, Paper Mario, The Origami King, and Ghosts of Tsushima. We're gonna talk about it all as we refill our hit points. Welcome back everyone to Hit Points. My name is Emily Rose Jacobson and I am joined as always by my two wonderful co-hosts, Matt Acevedo. Hello. And Naeem Stewart. Cheers to y'all. Cheers indeed. <laughs> what a big week of gaming news we got. Oh my goodness. Oh my god, it has been uh, summer has is here and it is hot, hot, hot. Literally. Hot with games. <laughs> yeah, man. It's been awesome. It's been great. Honestly, like, just in general, I love what Jeff and all the gaming companies have been doing. I think this has just been a really exciting time. Um, I love everything about this. And to me, the, the spacing out of everything is actually kind of nice for me on a mental state in quarantine. It feels you know? good. It's like, I think we talked about it a little last week. Like, there is the fun of the rush of E3 and just how that week before E3, you get all these announcements and like teasers. Then the yeah. week of E3, you have all the press conferences and then the show floors, uh, demos and whatnot. But this is so nice because it's like, oh, here's the here's the game announcement of today. Here's two game yeah. announcements today. And we're going to go like a few days and oh, yeah, here's a press conference from this group. And oh, OK, this company is going to talk about their game. It's so like it's like so nice and digestible. It's like, oh, yes, I can give my attention to this. I can give my attention to this and nothing gets like lost. That's right. That's been great, man. I think this might be the way it's going now uh, with these. Uh, I know E3 obviously is not around. Or at least for this year, um, Rip. but it's cool to have it, it's cool to have just that central piece of say uh, the unreal thing that happened just that day, and then mm -hmm. goes to the team with it uh, that day, and etc. etc. It's really nice, really nice. Agreed. Yeah. But before we talk about these awesome game announcements, let's start off by talking about uh, what we've been playing this week. Naeem, what have you been playing this week? Let us know, buddy. Uh, I've been going hard with Overwatch. I don't know why. <laughs> Yo, I get it. Hard, hard as in like going back into like uh, doing uh, ranked matches, and yeah. uh, I got into platinum, which dang, you don't know what the ranks are. It's bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, masters, then grandmasters, then top five hundred in the world. Uh. And it's a lot of fun. It's a bit stressful at times. I remember Matt, <laughs> it's funny, Matt this past weekend was attempting to drop off his apple pie. And yeah. uh, I was in the middle of a rank match and I saw like, I, I heard somebody knock on my door and I was like telling Tanae, like, hey, uh, I can't answer the door because I'm in a rank match. <laughs> and I remember holding my phone while playing in a rank match. It was like <laughs> extremely intense. We were like tied 3-3. And it was one point left to uh, get the final uh, win for that game. And I remember typing to Matt while playing this game, healing my squad, saying, "Can't join, can't go to the room, get killed to the door, because I'm in rank match. Leave pie at door." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And I did. I left that pie right at that door, man. But luckily, you yeah. were there. You were there like a second after I put it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won, which is great. But man, I, I I forget how fun Overwatch is, especially ranked. And um, yeah, I'm enjoying myself. That's Who's pretty much. Who do you play huh? with? Yeah, do you have a like? Who is your team? What? How many people do you have on your team? So it's usually six people on your team. Uh, so usually the makeup is two tanks, one main, one off, uh, two DPSs, and two healers. One main healer, one off healer. Uh, I usually go for either Lucio, which is he's uh, he's an off healer. Or I play with Baptiste. He's a main healer or a Mercy. Mercy. Uh, did I say right? Mercy? Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, Mercy. Uh, so I'm, I'm mainly playing healers for this time around for rank, but uh, it gets stressful. Very stressful <laughs> healing people. Especially because the higher you go with uh, these ranked uh, matches in terms of your rank, 
the yeah. faster the game is. So uh, I remember when I was ranked diamond, and it was insane how fast people were going because the more higher you are with the ranks, obviously the more skilled people are playing. So if you ever watch like Overwatch League, see how fast they're going, you get a taste of how these games can be. And uh, yeah, it's fun, but it gets stressful. So I'm glad you're back into that, dude. That's great. I remember yeah. I I did a few seasons, and I usually would say in gold. Like if mm. I had I. I would namely get on and play with like my two other friends and yeah. I would always usually be the healer and then, or I'd be healer or tank. And then uh, my friend Michael would either be healer or DPS. And then the other guy mm. would either be like tank or DPS. And so we'd, we'd, right. we'd alter, but yeah. um, I've never competed in like a, I've never competed in uh, a season with like a solid group of six to like really build up that team and to keep playing with those same players to really keep advancing. But yeah. I've always wanted to, and I love seasons, but yeah, they're so stressful, especially when it's like if you have your buddies, but you also get thrown with some randos who just like throw the game for you. It is the most yes. frustrating thing yeah. in terrible. the absolute world. It's yeah. horrible. And you can't really do anything about it. Like if somebody leaves, you're pretty much screwed for that whole match. <sighs> and I, I, I hope, I wish Blizzard would do something about that. Uh, they tried to fix it with like, hey, if you, if A penalty. you leave. Yeah, you get you, you won't get a penalty or whatever, but still you still lose the rank or lose points within your rank, which sucks. But uh, it is what it is. It's it's still fun. So yeah, have you guys ever been to the Blizzard campus? Yeah, I want to. Uh, it's awesome. One of Adam's Adam's uh, good friends, his wife works there, so and she's been telling us. She's like, come on by. I'm gonna give you a tour. I'm gonna give you a tour. And so, of course, that was going to happen before all this. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully we're still able to do that after all this. But I've always wanted to. It looks like a great campus. Oh, it's really cool. It, so they got, like, statues like, everywhere and stuff. Yeah. It's like being on a college campus to me. Yeah. When I, when I went. It's, 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 it's insane how big that studio is. Like, they have different quadrants of each building is its own game. Like, they have yeah, the exactly. building for uh, World of Warcraft, a building for Overwatch, I think over last time I went, I think Overwatch and World of Warcraft shared the same building. I could be wrong about that. And they have but, a little uh, museum too for like, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever their main game is, you know. That yeah. That's right rad. Now. So and, when I went, and, it was Overwatch. So they had like yeah. a, 3D models and the, uh, concept art and stuff like that. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And each building, I believe, is themed to that game too, which is pretty rad. That is so, super. Uh, oh man, yeah. I'm gonna go check this out. And, nice and then they also had the the. They had a, the Hearthstone Tavern set mm-hmm. up for like employees, which was like yeah. awesome. Yeah, they got it made over there. They have a, a downstairs. I forget which building it was. They have like a a library, so people can chill and play like D and D or just play yeah. like, uh, board games or what whatnot. It's the really heck? cool. Yeah, it's like being at a campus, <laughs> like Google or something, or like one of yeah. those big, big, yeah. big exactly. tech companies, or no, Pixar exactly or something. Like. Yeah, it was definitely. More, oh. I. You're right, Naeem? Yeah, I'm good. good. I'm good. good. <laughs> Just went down I, I, the wrong I, one I, pipe. Oh. I, I, I thought the Blizzard campus, I liked it more than the Nintendo of America campus. Oh dang. Really? Yeah, yeah. The Nintendo of America is pretty small. It's like contained to one building, with like some really cool statues and stuff. Um, but like the Blizzard one was like, everywhere you went, you know, it was like it was awesome. Uh, I think the Blizzard one is probably the best campus video game studio wise that I've been to so far. I've been to the Riot one, right? It was okay, but yeah. uh, Blizzard was just more central to. It spoke exactly what they do. Yeah, um, yeah. With the statue really like of that. uh, was that Warcraft like uh, writer it, in the middle of campus? Grom, I think it's Hellstream. It's Hell, Hellstream. Grom Hellstream. I could be wrong. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but I think it's Hellstream. Emily. You got lots. Of, it's gonna be dope. We'll go together. We'll all go. We're just I'm just inviting ourselves on the podcast. <laughs> I've only been to to Blockade. Nice Blockade Entertainment, which was just more, much more of a production company for uh, the the Ratchet and Clank film, the Sly Cooper film, mm. and stuff. Sheesh. That's where I that's w- where Mountain Dew. That's who hired. That's Mountain Dew hired them to produce their uh, Twitch channel so that's why i was saying but a lot of people are in calabasas i was in calabasas a lot of people are out in calabasas yeah well, yeah that's awesome, man. i'm glad you're back into overwatch yes love it 
Yeah. Matt, what games have you been playing? Yo, uh, <laughs> as I mentioned before, I've got back into Smash heavily. Uh, I, I've been playing Iffy on Super Mash, <laughs> oh uh, which is like their TBS show on front page. And I've been whooping butt on Iffy's ASMR stream. I've been feeling real good about it. Uh, and I'm a little antsy right now because the guy who like talks smack about me is playing right now. And I was like, I got I to gotta beat his butt. But this is more important. Uh, I could beat him his butt another day. It is. We're uh, and, he's, he's, and like to, to be clear, he's bitter because I beat him. And then like the, they hosted him, and they and and after the stream ended, it hosted him while we were still in our battle, and so it auto played to his channel, and he blamed his loss on a lag that was not there. I was appalled. The lack of sportsmanship <laughs> and class. What what are we it, it teaching comes, these kids these days? Here comes the other Matt. <sighs> I told him I'll beat. I'll play you anytime, dude. You just DM me. I'll be there one on one. So I've been playing Smash, and it's been uh, fun. <laughs> Noise. A little I'm, stressful. It should be fun. Yeah, but my delightful thing that I've been doing is actually uh, I've been playing through Dragon Quest uh, Eleven, Echoes of an Elusive Age. It's so good, man. I, I'm at this point where it's kind of like combat's ramping up, and it's getting really creative, and I'm really getting to see the different effects of like my skill tree and stuff into a, uh, play, and my party is now five members, um, and it's just such a great well-paced story i i just adore this game the music the world building like like i just played this with this mission and patrick ellers also talked about this mission being his favorite and so far this has been my favorite mission as well uh where like you go to this sand kingdom and the prince of the sand kingdom uh um he's like trying to like be indoctrinated as like a man or whatever um and so he's like lies about him like right being able to ride a horse and being he's lying about slaying these beasts and stuff so you like in order to get like a piece of like yggdrasil from him you have to like imp- like he asks you for help and he'll give you what he wants what you want in return but you have to like dress up as him as a rider because you kind of look like him and you like mm-hmm. ride on the horse <laughs> to like make him look good and then you have to go slay like the the sand killer and then it all catches up to him eventually and it, it's that's how it's 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 such a good story arc. It's so funny and so charming. Ah, I adore this game. I'm well, already dang. like 15 hours into it. I I can't wait to keep going. I know it's 80 hours long, so Maybe that's what I've been up to. Play this game. It's so good, dude. It's just delightful, and all the character designs and the monster designs are re- really reminiscent of Dragon Ball, and I just love that. Who's the guy that looks like Android 17? That's uh that's the main character, the Luminary. So a little, little story, a little Dragon Quest, uh, just in a nutshell. You are the luminary. You have got, you um, have reached the age where you are able to leave your town, your small town, to go on an adventure, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go to this kingdom because you are given a, a letter that you need to go see this uh, the the king of this kingdom um, from your grandfather or the person who adopted you when they found you as a baby. Excuse me. Right. Uh, and this guy like is like oh sees him. Um, so, you know, because he thinks that you're the dark spawn because you have a mark and it's, you're not actually the dark spawn. You're actually something called the luminary, which is the hero that was going to uh, prevent the dark spawn from causing darkness on the world. So this guy, this kingdom's after you because they think you're the dark spawn. But these like mis- band of misfits know that you're the luminary uh, and are trying to get you to Yggdrasil to prevent the dark spawn from causing chaos. All right. It's great. So, I'm here so, for, so I'm to here answer for your it. question, that's the main character who looks like Android Seventeen. Yeah. With purple, he he purple Android. Yeah, I yeah. called him. Uh, you can name him, and I I didn't go with like my name or anything. I named him Hero, like H I R O, because I thought Aww. it was charming. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah, man. Man, what have you been up to? Guys, uh, I would, man, I'm just I'm just a lover. I'm a little, I'm a little lover of Fallout. And I just I just love <laughs> the series so much that I put up with this game. Uh, like I said, still still just deep into Fallout seventy six, having a great time, doing great, building my building my camp, decorating an all vault boy style. Having I'm just having a blast running around. It's really fun. Uh, I actually found I encountered a a group of killed raiders, mm-hmm. and they are referred they go by the name of the um oh gosh what's it called oh no let me okay i'm gonna look it up real quick but i'll tell you about another part of the game as i look it up um but so yeah today i was playing it and i did mention it uh on my twitter but basically what happened was uh i was walking around 
the I was walking around the uh, the wasteland or not the wasteland. I was walking around uh, not New Vegas. Sorry. Oh gosh, I am just having a hard time because I'm trying to figure out what this group is called. The Riders. Oh. <laughs> no, I have to like forget. They're they're a group that what are they was. Where? They're in New Vegas, and they reference this group from New Vegas in um, in Fallout 76. Shoot, it's the Cannibals. It's the White Glove Society. But so it's a faction? They, oh, or... But the Cannibal had, they had a previous name called, like, uh, not the Somaliers, but... Um, Caesar's Legion, uh, Robert's House, well, like Yes the White Man. Glo the White Glove Society is them, and they're at the... They're Great the Cons. Ultra Lux Hotel. The Gourmands! <laughs> That's what it is. There, yeah, yeah, we did it. So the Gourmands, <laughs> if you've played, if you've played uh, Fallout New Vegas, uh, the quest I believe is Beyond the Beef, where you encounter these cannibals and you have to kid, you have to rescue this boy from being fed to these cannibals. Uh, they go by the name of the White Glove Society, but they originally were uh, the Gourmands, which was a which was a uh, a cannibal raider pack. And that pack is in Fallout 76, because Fallout 76 is the first, like, entry in, if you go, it's kind of the prequel to all the other games, because it's the most recent. You emerge pretty recently out of the vault mm -hmm. after the bombs go off. So, uh, playing that and finding that area was super cool. So, yeah, the thing, spooky thing that happened to me, sorry, I could not talk and look up this raider name at the same time. Today I was playing, I was walking around, and all of a sudden this dead mole rat's body just slowly came down from the sky in front of me just like inching down oh my gosh and i was terrified it scared the nuka cola out of me i was it was like <laughs> it was so uncomfortable uh but other than that i'm having a great time with this game once again the only bad thing about this game only bad thing is that its lag is awful basically when you shoot an enemy it gives you about a 1.5 second lag so the enemy doesn't react to being shot for 1.5 seconds, which is rough. I yeah. don't know, like, if I, they keep fixing other bugs, that to me is the biggest bug. It's like, it, sometimes it's detrimental, like, in, in combat. Because you're like, he's like, I shot, this ra I shot this ghoul, but it's still coming towards me. And then it dies in front of you if it's not, yeah. It's, that's the trickiest part. It's, it's a really fun game, and I'm having a great time. Especially if you love Fallout lore, it's it's pretty solid and it's a hoot. And then this weekend they're really trying to push it. I think it's free to play on the PS4 this weekend, and you also get double XP. So uh, if you get into Fallout 76 this weekend, uh, you get a bunch of bonus stuff. I think they're really trying to push hard, especially with the Wastelanders expansion and finally putting yeah. NPCs into the game. Really trying to sell this game once again. Um, so yeah, if you love. And also, yeah, I also had my first encounter with someone who tried to kill me. But like I've said earlier, I'm on pacifist mode. So basically what that means is, is that my health, like someone, if another player attacks me, it doesn't really, it barely does anything to my health unless I engage. So a player can come over and shoot at me, but it's not really going to do too much unless I turn around and engage with them in combat. And I was just screaming at my TV. I was like, stop. <laughs> Stop! How weird, man. I want to be alone. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, well, it's an online multiplayer, so it totally makes sense that that's a part of the game. And I think there's also like, if you kill a player, a player can put a bounty on your head, so that encourages other players to go kill that player in your name and in your honor. But they also get caps as a reward. So wow. My Fallout 76 adventures continue. Uh, I'm probably going to do a breakdown video of this eventually, just like really dive it into all the nooks and crannies. And then also, I, I've i been playing uh, John Wick Hex, the game I got to review for Geek Girl Authority, which is based on the John Wick uh, movies. It mm. is a tactical shooter. So it's basically like XCOM meets Superhot. It is very fun. Fear. I'm having, I'm having like, I'm still kind of in the adjustment phase where I'm still trying to get used to it because I'm used to like Mario and Rabbids tactical game. This is right. a little bit different because it's a little bit more free roaming. But the coolest part is at the end is so you do the same like tactical gameplay where it's kind of like overhead third person perspective as you're controlling John Wick taking out enemies. At the end of the level, you have the option to play it, and it shows it to you like a John Wick film. So it suddenly takes on all these cinematic angles 
of you being John Wick and like taking out these people in this level as it recreates your combat as if it were a John Wick film. That's pretty sweet, dude. It's pretty like fun and the art style is fun. I'm having I'm having a blast. I still need to play uh, I'm gonna play a bit more of it tonight just so I can have a firmer grasp on kind of what my thoughts are of it. Is that but console or PC? Part, uh, it's available on the PC and it just actually came out this month on the PS4. So that's why I have it. I have it on the PS4 because uh, it's a review copy because it just came out. Cool. So I am going, you'll, you'll see a review for that pretty soon from me. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's a super, you love, I love the John Wick films. Adam me too. and Zach got me into those films and I love them. So as soon as this game was, or as soon as we were told like, hey, you can get a review key for this game. I was like, yes. And it's, and it opens up. It's got the, all the characters. You're, you're contracted by the high table to go rescue the other member, like two of the members of the, the Continental, I believe is the hotel in New York. They've been kidnapped mm-hmm. uh, by a leader named Hex, hence John Wick Hex. Nice. But, uh, it's it's a it's a blast and a half. I'm having a good time. Excommunicado. Yes. I don't remember the uh, first dope. John Wick too well. Man, we lost. I lost you. I forgot I muted my uh, headset because of the dog barking outside. I was saying uh, I don't remember the first John Wick movie too well. I have to rewatch it again. Oh, so. in a nutshell, um, you know John Wick. He's a retired. Spoilers. Hit, yeah, his spoilers. John Wick. Spoilers for John Wick. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this in like 20 seconds. Uh, John Wick, he, uh, he's a retired uh, like hitman, uh, you know, group dude. Uh, he's like the best of the best, and so he's really depressed. His wife is his wife's dead, and like when his wife dies, he he gets a letter from his wife that's like, "Here's a dog. Uh, it'll bring you happiness and remind you of me." Uh, then like these these like hoodlums from this other gang uh, want to like um, take his car, um, and they they don't. I don't remember if like like he like won't let them. And so, like, they try to get back at him. So they break into his house and, like, beat him up. And they kill his dog in front of him. And then that's when he, like, goes on a rampage, just killing all these people, trying to get revenge on these guys who killed his dog. Even, like, the kid, the hoodlums, like, the dad who's, like, this mafia dude is like, whose car did you kill? Do you know whose car that was? It's like, that was John Wick's car. You don't do that. Uh, So now, like, they're just running away scared. And, like, that's just him hunting these guys down in this movie. Right, Em? Yeah. So that's basically the first one was, like, and then they just kind of spiral after that. We're like, John yeah, is just yeah. still Bigger. killing people. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Yeah, because then at the end, because then he gets a, then he gets like a, like a, because he killed someone on the soil of the like hotel that mm-hmm. the agency's at. So then yeah. uh, that opens up where John Wick's officially excommunicado from like the agency, where like mm-hmm. now he's got a bounty and like on him from like and all the people in the agency are trying to kill him. It's great. Yeah. It's great. I'll watch it again. Sometime. Yeah. So should we move on to some news? Yeah, let's. We got four big announcements to talk about right now. So let's just go down the list of the week. First Boop-boom. off, we've got Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and yes. 2 remastered. Oh my gosh. I mean, honestly, I think one of the funniest things about this announcement was literally that I love the sweet man, Tony Hawk leaked his own game literally 10 minutes before the announcement came out uh jeff Keeley was like i got a special guest coming on for a summer game fest in like 10 minutes so tune in to see this special guest and within like two minutes this tweet from tony hawk was or this this text from tony hawk was already circulating (coughs) where tony hawk (coughs) excuse me oh goodness something's caught my throat uh tony hawk basically texted one of his good friends and said hey you'll never guess what I can talk about this now. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater <laughs> 1 and 2 has been remastered. It's got the same music uh, and everything, and it's coming out this year. And so everyone Good was like, Good old Tony. It's Tony Hawk. And so, yeah. We I, I was so happy to see that. I, I, like, I mean, that's something that, like, that game is so, so good. The only thing I wish they would keep is the is the getting off your skateboard free roam element of, like, Underground. But otherwise, like, that game, those first two games are, like, I like it more than Skate. You know, I think they're they're just such great arcade skater games. I, I've never played any Tony Hawk game, so it'll be interesting to see how this this plays out. Because um, I remember they were big. I know they had came out on PlayStation, right? But they were also on N sixty four. Yeah. I've never played a, a Tony Hawk game, so. Oh. But I, I don't remember which skateboarding game I did play. 
I, think, I, I played SSX Tricky. That's snowboarding, obviously. You'll probably but skate. I, Did you probably say it was probably skate? No, I didn't play skate. No. Oh. It, it, may, it might have been Tony Hawk, but I don't remember renting. I remember maybe I was at my friend's house. The one with that Spider-Man. What was that? Which one was that? That was one? Tony Hawk. Okay, that was Which one was that? That was two. Okay. So I did play it with, oh, my, with my friends. I just never owned a, a copy of any Tony Hawk game. Yeah. So, uh, everyone pretty much says it's like a cult ca- uh, classic. And uh, I, I just want to try it out my, myself and see how it is. So. It's just awesome. Emily, are you, are, you, like, are you a big Tony Hawk fan? I remember playing this game, I think, on my Game Boy Advance. Or one I, of the I got Tony that Hawk, the Tony Hawk games on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I, I had two for Advance as well. Yeah, and that was super duper fun. I know for me, uh, beautiful, beautiful boyfriend Adam Plavik, uh has three games that he just wanted to see remastered: Crash Bandicoot, which he got; Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two, which he now got; and his final yeah. game he really wants remastered is Twisted Metal. Uh, so he is like so over the moon and overjoyed. Uh, I texted him the image of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remastered and he lost his mind. And then that night I picked up some groceries and I brought it over to his house and he just like grabbed me by the shoulders. He's like, Emily, we're getting a PS5. And I'm like, I, yes, yes, it's, I'm pre-ordering it. Like there was no question. I was I was ready to get a PS5 after my PS4. Like we are, we are here together. <laughs> Dude, what's crazy about this game is that you know, for me, that game was like the hot ticket. Where every, at school, you ever, on that the Friday came out. I remember calling Super Duper Video and Blockbuster to see like, do you have Tony Hawk Pro Skater? Okay, you know, to see if they had it available. And I we couldn't find it. I couldn't play that game for weeks. And the Friday that my dad finally got the rental for it. I like was so overjoyed, and I can't remember. I I can still remember starting that game, and the first level you do is the air, is the hangar level. We are in this airport hangar, mm-hmm. at, and you hear Goldfinger's. I'm like, I can see it, dude. It's still so crystal clear in my head. That game was like my top rental, man. My top rental. I rented it all the time. It's All funny. the freaking time. Sports games back in the day around that time were probably the best for this music that I remember. I had such fond memories of that and like Madden, just yeah. hearing the music in that. It just, it just, every time you hear it, like, like, uh, was it Jet on a radio somehow? If it's on a radio, Jet you, Set I Radio? Back, no, not Jet Set Radio. Was, I forget what the song was. I think it was Oh, Jet are you going to be my girl? Um... Yes, that one. That one. Yes. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. Right there. Yeah. I, every time I hear that, I stick in Madden. So yeah. uh, I, I'm I'm really excited. I don't know if the original soundtrack will be in Tony Hawk. Would it? it is. Oh, it, oh, it is. Okay, then that's the best I, part. That, yeah, <laughs> it's like the same. The songs are there. They couldn't get like a couple, but the big ones are there for sure, dude. The big ones are there for sure. And it's like it's just like they got some Oingo Boingo. That's how I learned about Oingo Boingo was through that, not through Dead Man's Party, but through that song. It's like, who do you want to be today? Who do you want to be? That's how I learned about Oingo Boingo. And like uh, this game, like kind of t- got me into this weird. It was it was it was like 1998, and it was that, and then like the Digimon, the first movie sound track that got me into pop punk and ska dude <laughs> it's like a huge part of my life is this freaking game i'm so excited and not just like the, the soundtrack but like what i'm really stoked about is they have the there's different game modes naeem that's like competitive that's great mm. for couch co-op but also they're going to have it for online features so there's graffiti where you're trying to uh you're, there's like red versus blue and you're trying to like tag up the tag up the park or wherever you're in with your by doing tricks on like half pipes and poles and stuff like that uh, and i'll turn it red and you can like cover someone else's graffiti by doing a higher combo score on them so and at the end whoever has the most tagged wins and that's really fun there's also uh there's also like horse uh which is literally horse you're just trying to do like the best trick until yeah. and you don't want to be the horse uh mm-hmm. but the my favorite part emily i'm pretty stoked about this <laughs> the level creator that they had from Tony Hawk 2 is now going to be available. You can have level creators online. This is what they talked about in the actual like conference that they had on yeah. t- on a summer game fest. Is that like like people you know we could share our our park levels now. Um, and like their hope is that like like people can recreate their skate park. So like if I wanted to see a skate park from like New York City, someone could probably make that. And if I wanted to do the one from my hometown, Laverne, I could make that. It's so cool. I'm gonna blow up. <laughs> So you can share these online and people can play them. Is what you're saying, like uh, Halo yeah. apps that you create? Okay, cool. Yeah, 
which is it's, it's, it's so great. It's so yeah. great, and it, and you're back to like the original feeling of it all, which I'm so stoked because I know Skate went to uh, like analog stick to like go into. Um, to like do ollies and stuff, but it's, this mm. is just classic arcade style, which I love. And endless combos, like you know, doing a trick and then manually into the next trick. Oh, oh! Chad Muska is my boy, dude. Chad Muska was my skater. I I saw that guy at X Games. I went to the X Games because of this game. Why would I ever go to the X Games? The one thing I've noticed with Matt every time he gets excited, he does this thing with his head. He, he gets super excited. <laughs> he does this. And and it, I know when he's super excited is because he does this. What I'm doing, <laughs> you can't see it on obviously because of just audio. He does this rapid head nod or head shake as he's talking and explaining something. It, it's it's hilarious, but I know that he genuinely is just extremely happy. <laughs> Thanks, Naeem. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry, I talked a lot there. I'm real stoked. No, that's My great. biggest question is, are they going to add the skins of Spider-Man and uh, uh, I forgot who the other skin was, but like... Superman? Was it Acti- no. Is it no, Activision it still owned it? Is it? Is it still under Activision? I think so. Spider-Man is on Insomniac. Is it Insomniac Games? Right? The Spider-Man game that came out two years ago, one, two years ago. Was it Insomniac? I can't remember. I think it was Activision. Yeah, I, that's the publisher. So, okay, if it's under the same publisher, then I could see it being in it. But it's also, um, like, even back then, wasn't it a, a, like a place, a Sony exclusive M? I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I can see it being in that game again, because that was, like, one of the big deals. When, I remember seeing that, like, somewhere in a poster or, like, in a magazine. Like, oh, you could play a Spider-Man doing tricks. I, I, would, I wouldn't imagine him not bringing that suit back. Yeah. In Tony Hawk, so. Yeah. The price point is $40, and it's coming out September, so we have something to look forward to. Um, You know, just in time for back to school, we can go to the school level in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. I'm stoked. Uh, And then uh, next this week, we had the unveiling and a first look at the Unreal Engine 5. Oh, baby. Hot dog. Oh my gosh. That's Y'all. been like I've been smelling that cooking, you know, like a smoke like a smoked rib, and then we open it up and I'm just like raw I smell all the spices. <laughs> video games are wild, y'all. And video <laughs> games just keep getting more wild. Uh Naeem, you work in the gaming industry. Tell us how how watching that makes you feel. So when I first saw this, I remember <laughs> this is during when they announced this video, I remember we were in uh well I was at work. We were in like our morning team meetings, and I saw the video pop up. And as soon as I saw the video pop up, I looked right at Evan, <laughs> our good friend Evan. And uh, I remember saying to me, I was like, um, yeah, so during today, I'm going to be watching the Unreal video, uh, Real 5 engine video. Just wanted to let you know that I'm pretty excited about this. And Evan kind of like yelled. He didn't yell, but he let out a big screech like, yep, 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 yep. Yep, I'm. I might be too. I'm. I'm going to be watching it too. That's uh, <laughs> what is what we what was shown in the video. I, I, it's amazing what technology can do, especially with video games and entertainment. Entertainment as well. Uh, the the fact that you can bring in. Uh, apparently, what they say unlimited polygon models into a game and have it run seamlessly as they showcased in this video is insane. Like if put it, if you put this in perspective, Kratos, the God of War, uh, the recent God of War uh, game that came out, that that model Kratos, I believe it was eighty around eighty to ninety thousand polygons in that character. It was thirty thousand around that around that amount for his face. The model they showed in that video, this was the statues, mm-hmm. was around one point three million polygons. And then they showcase them 500 times in a room a couple seconds later. That's that's nuts. Yeah. And this was running on a PS5, apparently. That's insane. And on top of that, you can put film-esque-like textures onto geometry and have it run seamlessly. The, the animations that you saw with the water tessellation and mm-hmm. the hair... This is kind of a game changer, you know, 
Yeah. For like, just entertainment. <laughs> I think this yeah. is just an entertainment game changer. Like, yeah. you have to watch the, the, you know, the debrief after. They even talk about how this is going to influence movies, you know, like things yeah. like The Mandalorian, it's already using systems like this. But imagine that, like, with Unreal 5 in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. it's insane. I, it's just, this is going to be insane. And especially nowadays with uh, with our societies changing now with um, how you're going to turn films. Like, with, with The Mandalorian, for example, how they shot that. They shot that yeah. in... Uh, in a, at a building, not really on location, I don't believe. No, it's um, in a building on a huge green screen. Yeah, yeah, and you can bring site. those assets from Unreal possibly into that. To, or not even a green uh, screen, uh, it's screens, right? It was screens, yeah, not green screens. Yeah, it was screens. It was like, uh, I forget what it was called, but it was like panoramic kind of screens that could, you could change at any time to whatever you like to make it fit the scene. Right. And just combining something like that with Unreal technology, oh my gosh, that just blows my mind. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's exciting and especially yeah. seeing that on a ps5 is just makes me genuinely excited for the next gen uh, consoles like I, that was the first video i watched from next gen s type games that i literally got goosebumps especially when they when the character jumped from wherever she was into like like running or flying throughout the uh the environment yeah i got goosebumps watching that that's insane. Me too. The environment I, I'm, I'm, is stunning. I'm super excited for this. Yeah. yeah. So. It the looks playthrough, insane. The, the demo that they show, it's called Lumen and the Land of Nanites um, to showcase the Lumen and the Nanites that they use within it. Um, it it's, they said that that demo is included in the dev kit, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just to showcase the, the power of the Unreal Engine. Yeah. Whatnot. You get, it's, it's part, apparently it's playable within that engine, but it's not going to be released to the public, obviously. To like, yeah. You know, I, I that was probably something we could have demoed at E3, I think. Probably. Well, they'll show. They would have showcased it. At yeah. E3, so. It would have been like a special room where you could go into where they talked about it further. Exactly. But I think what cracks me up is from this Unreal Five demo. One of the most talked about things was, can we please have a new Superman game now? Just because this yeah. demo shows. Yeah. This character who is propulsion flying throughout all these kind of throughout this huge beautiful area, and the first thing that came to a lot of people, I saw so many tweets that were like, "Man, a new Superman game would be great." <laughs> yeah, I was watching this on Twitter with the comments on, and I hate the comments. I can't believe <laughs> oh. the amount of disrespect that these little kids have for these developers that are literally shaping the future of their gaming. Like, how? ignorant can you be i find it so frustrating don't what are you saying just stupid trolly stuff like you know like boring or lame or like calling like the developers who were talking after in the debrief like names and stuff like that i'm like this is you guys gotta i can't believe this is still happening you got childish people in this world yeah even in people of power that you know I don't want to get into it, but yeah, <laughs> it, yeah man. they they exist. So you just gotta ignore them. It just yeah. But I'm just saying, I just mad gaming. mad props to mad props to the you know, um, uh, Epic. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's now I'm wondering what Unity's gonna do. <laughs> At this point. Who knows? It's, I know. it's yeah. the wild west, y'all. Yeah. It is yeah. the wild wild west. So yeah. another we today we catch up to today. We had two big gaming announcements real quick. Let's hit them. The first was this morning. It was none other than Matt. You take it away. This oh, is man. your area of expertise. Let me let me paint the picture for you. Uh, it's first. It's like you're you're uh, you know you're you're a, pub, a publicist. You're a, you're or you're someone who writes about games. You wake up at like nine o'clock and you realize Nintendo released an announcement at six in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up uh, and I, I I looked on Twitter and I just saw I saw IGN tweet. I was like, "What?" And I went to to Nintendo's website. And I, have, I immediately watched it, and that is of course the announcement of Paper Mario and the Origami King coming out July seventeenth, the same day as Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, mm-hmm. But this game, man, I thought it looked awesome. It's just like there's, there's a lot of things to this game that that like the announcement is is heavy because it also kind of like confirms the leak of the Mario anniversary stuff. So like if this is like 
this is the sound thing. This was the loose thing that they announced in that like leak too. That was that there's gonna be another Paper Mario game, which means that probably around the corner we're probably gonna get the announcement of like Mario All Stars two, which is crazy. But that aside. Uh, this game, I think, looks gorgeous. It starts off with Peach, uh, and I'm like, something's off with this Peach, but she's been turned to origami, and it's up to Pippa Mario and a folded-up letter Bowser to stop him. So I, I'm excited. The big takeaways for me were uh, it still has the humor of all the games. It kind of seemed like, um, you know, the Mario and Luigi franchise was, like, the really funny games, and it kind of okay. seems like... Paper Mario has adopted that humor from the last game and like even the Paper Mash one they kind of adopted that humor more so so this game looks like it's keeping that charm and that uh, humor for sure um, and I'm curious to see the combat system that's the big thing I know a lot of people had a lot of gripes about the previous combat systems and how they weren't traditional RPG like Thousand Year Door and original Paper Mario but this one looks like they're going to do RPG um, we saw very loose combat and I wonder how much RPG it's actually going to be because if you can see I, I did a breakdown where I looked at all the I freeze-framed all the combat sequences and like Mario's in the center and you might have party members but it, I don't know if they'll actually fight um, but it looks like you do have party members but um, he's in the middle and the there are like like layers of a sphere around him like layers of a circle um, and so it looked like you had to line up your opponents to do an attack to that line of bad guys so I'm wondering how that's going to play an effect how 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 are we going to um, how this affect like the RPG element of it um, I'm very curious. They always like twist the, the combat in these games. So I'm always open for it. And I'm very excited for this game. So I, I've never played a Paper Mario game, but I was oh. the first one on Super Nintendo. 64. Uh, 64. The, the first RPG was Super Nintendo, and that was the Square Enix Legend of the Seven okay. Stars. Okay. So I was curious about how is the, is it turn-based or like how's Tur the, the, ba the battle? battling system traditionally it's turn-based so you're like mm -hmm. leveling up you're giving you have like your you know your 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 party like there's some are spell casters some are brawlers some are buffers whatever um mm -hmm. it's literally turn-based you know okay which which is really fun it's like a mario version of that okay. but there's also quick time events so it's like you know um you you, you choose what you want to do your your attack and then when you go up to the enemy you'll usually have some sort of timing thing that will give you critical hits or not so if like you time it right, like by pressing A or charging yeah. and releasing correctly, yeah. you'll you know. And same thing with countering, like you can counter and like do deal damage or like prevent damage from being done. Okay, I I may pick this up because uh, I I've always been interested in uh, Mario RPGs. Uh, how many have came out so far? Uh, of Paper Mario. Yeah, Paper Mario. I think five. I want to say Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door, um, Paper Jam. Um, Super Paper Mario, but that wasn't an RPG. That was a platformer, which was a little mm. weird. Um, yeah. And then Color Splash and this one, so six. Did I, did I count that right? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know I think, either. I think six. <laughs> I trust you. I trust you. Well, the, I'm saying I, I may pick this one up because uh, it looked, it looked, I liked what I was seeing in the trailer. So. Uh, yeah, six. Yeah. Wow, six of them. It's fun, man. I think you'll really dig it. And it's funny. You know, we even got a nod to Metroid at the end of it. I'm still waiting for that Metroid trilogy, man. Still waiting. Yeah. Well, what do you think, Emma? Have you, have you played uh, through Paper Mario before? I've played a few. Like, I think it was one of those things where I played, like, the demos of them at game stores or, like, Target. Or yeah. when I was ever at my friend's house, like, I'd pick it up and I'd play, like, a little bit. <coughs> I definitely remember, shoot, I definitely remember one of them I played a lot of at a friend's house. But yeah. I'm really excited. I mean, it looks... I mean, I've always loved the aesthetic of the Paper Mario series. I've always loved the fun and the combat and just the world. And this might be... Yeah, this might be the first one I really... Same with Naeem, that I pick up and play on my Switch this summer. Heck yeah, man. And what, what to me, what's important about these games is that it really... It, like... You know, Mario was silent and you know before. And, and these games really brought the world and not just the main characters, but even, like... The, like the your enemies to life they added so much character to every single one of them like their point of views their commentary on like them like goombas being goombas and stuff like it's just so dang good like it adds a whole nother layer to mario dude that that you wouldn't get playing just a regular game i adore this franchise i'm very excited very very excited i'm stoked because you know what not only do we have one game to look forward to 
on uh, July 17th. Oh. We've got, we've got two. That's right. Also, yes. also debuted today during the PlayStation State of Play live stream. We got an in-depth look into uh, gameplay, combat, customization of Sucker Punch Productions' Ghost of Tsushima. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, Last of Us Part 2. You're going to be great. I love you to pieces. That just came down the pedestal for me. Ghost of Tsushima just became my most, most anticipated game of the summer. 100%. I thought this, this like, not only, like, man, it just got me really excited for this. And this isn't even, like, a new engine, like, you know, Unreal. It looks so pretty on the PlayStation 4. Like, can you imagine what it looks like on the PS5? Oh. I'm pretty sure they're making a, a version of that. Oh, yeah. totally. I, I can imagine. I got mad. Like, I love the, the not just, like, the gameplay, but the presentation that Sony did, I thought was really good. I liked it way more than how Microsoft did theirs. Um, it just felt clean, and I love the pop-up video kind of aspect of it where we're seeing gameplay and we're seeing little facts pop up on the screen about what's going on. I just thought it was so well done. Um it was such it was really well delivered and the world building and showing like just the the environment and like the sound design and then showing the combat i thought that was great separating that it, it had like a breath of the wild vibe to me yeah like this well, to me, oh you go first no i was gonna say i was gonna agree with them with it uh, reminding me of breath of the wild it also reminded me of uh, the arkham games batman same same and uh, a bit of dark souls too and uh i'm extremely excited for this game uh, uh go ahead emily for me, that's so funny. For me, it reminded me a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2. I got and that just too. just the ability to move around, you're collecting materials, uh, in, and especially in the sense that I love the game direction system. I think it's masterful and beautiful that you use the wind to guide you towards objectives, and it's not like a big obvious arrow or a, yeah. like a, a clear line or something. I think that's really, talk about blending aesthetic into game design excellent and then yeah just the whole idea of like if you see a smokestack there's probably an event over there if you see a weird shaped tree there's probably something hidden in it and or foxes like, will lead you to shrines exactly. like that is mm -hmm. so cool to me that felt very like just very awesome open world explorative and you can pet the fox you can pet yeah. the fox everyone <laughs> i can't emphasize that you can pet the fox yes Emily, uh, what did you think of the combat? Because to me, I, I was like floored by it. I love the two options. I and you know, I don't know if like you're gonna be able to just pick one, or you can like mix and match. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think it's gonna be very just from what they talked about too with like the whole the whole armor customization and the skill customization. It sounds like it's gonna be very much like what is your play style. I yeah. think it's going to lead in heavily to the story, like when you do play as a samurai, when you do play as the ghost. Yeah. But I think that you can incorporate elements from both into either, like gameplay. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking, and that's what I'm interpreting it as. I mean, as soon as they showed all the ghost stuff and the stealth stuff, I was like, oh hey, look, it's the Assassin's Creed Japan game that everybody's been wanting. <laughs> like. There it is. There's your stealth assassin kind of ex samurai character. I'm probably I'm I'm stealth girl. I love doing stealth in all my games. I don't run in and gun in. I'm conserve ammo, hide in the shadows, don't alert enemies. So I will be a hundred percent ghosting uh, <laughs> this game as Jin. Like that's gonna be my ammo. I'm torn, man. I I still don't know which one I would do because I thought because it wasn't. I'm usually don't like stealth when it's like slow. But the pacing in this just felt awesome. Like it felt like the Arkham games to me when you're the ghost. So that it just like the like how I just loved the use of like using the fear to make the enemies like nervous and check out areas and like I it's just I thought that was really, really awesome. Um but I also like being blunt force and just going in messing someone up. I don't know yet. I gotta I gotta feel it out. What about Dang. you? Yeah, I, I I also like the uh, I think you can like have a one on one duel, and it reminded me a lot of the uh, those old samurai movies that you've probably seen. Oh yeah, and especially now you could change the options to like black and white. I just love the oh. the way they presented everything with it. Um, yeah, and it, it and they're all into just having the player just have a really good experience with this uh, this game and this story. So I'm all into it. Yeah, very much so. 
So Did the I just enemies, wish I had like a 4K TV. So. The enemies look like different. I, I don't like, I'm not good with like, you know, feudal Japan stuff, but it looked like a mix of like, were there Mongols? And like, yeah, they said Mongols in there. Yeah. So, yes. I believe they did say that during the conference. Yeah, that's dope. And I love, do sure the music. I'm sure that and like other samurai and samurai houses too. Yeah. I thought the music was so beautiful. Like that was the one, the sound design and the music, it, I thought that's what reminded me of like Breath of the Wild. It just felt so, so peaceful and so mm. just natural. And I yeah. loved everything about it. I thought it was a stunning score. Oh yeah. And I think, I think for me too, I love as well, like just as you were saying, there is like, you definitely tell that Sucker Punch Productions loves traditional samurai films and that there is a feature in the game where you can turn on similar to LA Noir, you can turn on a black and white kind of film filter to make the game feel like you are playing in a samurai film. And there's also the option too, which I'm really excited about. I'm curious to see what y'all are going to pick. You can either choose the Japanese audio with English subtitles, or you can choose the English subtitle. Oh, you can Japanese. choose the English audio. I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna go Japanese with English oh, subtitles. Yes. I'm doing Japanese, Japanese. for oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I just thought the overall, you know, they just really, really like did a great job with the state of play, and this is the first one that Sony put out for, or PlayStation put out for the summer. And I'm just excited to see what they have next to seeing like how carefully crafted each video is. Like, yeah. I think they're going to have a lot to offer. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly, or I can't think of anything else, but the PS five their I guess their final showcase, well, not final their I guess premiere of um, a, when we're going to receive the console news of the price I guess so to do that in a state of play, obviously, at some point soon, hopefully, as well as some more games that are coming to that console. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. Are you? I, um, so- I, I was just say I think Sony uh, is finally starting to get the hang of these uh, conferences online, similar to how Nintendo has been doing with their uh, what do they call it? Uh, Directs Nintendo Directs. Directs Nintendo Directs. So yeah, I'm really excited for that, um, and I think. Microsoft or Xbox need to take like a page from this when they do their presentation. Well, I think I think the tricky thing is is that uh, Microsoft too. Microsoft, uh, I think it was just a mis- an accident on marketing side. They didn't specifically say that these were not like first, first. Uh, oh gosh, what's it called? Um, oh, gameplay. Yeah, or no, not gameplay. Well, first of all, it was gameplay. And then they aren't first tier developers. These were not. Oh, yeah. These were not their first level developers. Like especially a lot, a lot of these big development companies that Microsoft has purchased, like Double Fine and you name it. Uh, these were a lot of smaller studios. A lot of debut. Like I think a Song of the Sea was the debut video or the debut game from a specific from a new studio. So I think Xbox was fun, but it was just a bunch of trailers. Where yeah. yeah Say to play is leaning into Nintendo's methods hardcore because they see how successful Nintendo's being. And yeah, where they have this beautiful, like just like a simple narration over their videos, which is yeah. so important and informative. Because uh, you can watch a trailer, but a trailer can only so t- tell you so much. But as soon as you have a developer talking you through a game and really explaining the care and the way that they've built it for for the best experience that is ultimately like what i think we all want as consumers yeah 100 percent. yeah couldn't say that better emily oh no it's happening again emily oh no <laughs> matt no <laughs> matt no. hello yeah hi we just got you back apologies I can still I can still see and hear you guys. That was weird, but I am back. Weird. All right. Last thoughts on Ghost of Tsushima. Buying it at launch, it sold me already. That gameplay. I think that's the one thing we were. Is this the, this is the first time they showed gameplay? So I was, We've like, seen was the one thing I was waiting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Trailers. Uh, that was the only thing I was holding me back from it. I was gonna probably I was gonna get it anyway, but I didn't know I was gonna get it at launch. But after seeing that gameplay, I'm like, oh man, I'm all in. Yeah. I'm definitely Same. gonna be getting it. I, I, uh, I, I was so torn. I'm like, do I go for the collector's edition? And I thought about, it. I'm like, no, I don't need it. 
I, I, but someone else will get it, and I'll cherish it through them. But I will get, I'm gonna get the the, the deluxe edition, which is yeah. seventy for GameStop. Um, and I, I don't know, did that come with a steel case? I'm not sure if that one comes with a steel yes, case. It, comes it does come with a steel case, case yeah, and just some in-game, some cool in-game features. Yeah, so I'm getting this day one for sure. Um, I'll be playing that. And then when Katie wants to watch TV, I'll play color. I'll play uh, Paper Mario and the Origami King. So it's going to be the best of both worlds. Nice. Yeah. Emily, are you going to get it, the collectors? It is already pre-ordered. Should have thought about asking for a review copy. But I've gone ahead and pre-ordered it. It just it just sold me. To me, I was like, man, hook, line, and sinker. Like, I am so I'm a hundred percent here for this game. That's yeah. those are the kinds of those big open world RPGs. Like, I eat that stuff up. My favorite types of games. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm gonna and- be the nicest samurai ever because I only play good characters. <laughs> I made I made Arthur the nicest outlaw ever. I only do like lawful good sometimes you never play renegade just to see how it is never i'm so (laughs) i am so oh gosh uh what was it called in bioshock why am i blinking uh paragon i am so 100 percent paragon anytime i got like a renegade point i would restart like that mm -mm, no i'm too good (laughs) so you never punched a reporter I didn't. I think I actually did one time, and then I realized it got me a renegade point, and I felt bad. Yeah, I, I'm like chaotic good usually. Like I, I sway mostly good, but then I'll do some things. I'm like, well, I lost some points, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited, dude. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We got more announcements coming up soon. Um, as of now, that's the last of the st- of the summer games fest announcements for May, but I still think we're gonna get something else that's not on the calendar yet. I mean, I think I think we're going to get... I mean, this Nintendo one was a surprise. I think we're going to continue to see these tiny little pop-up surprise announcements. In yep. addition to, like, we've got EA Play Live coming up. Ubisoft just confirmed uh, they're going to have a showcase event. So, yeah. And then Xbox, I think, is doing a big, a bigger event for, yeah, their kind of their main developed uh, developer titles and whatnot. So, yeah. I mean, I think... We've got four months, May, June, July, August of gaming, which is just going to be awesome. And we're off to a great start. I'm already here. I'm like 100% sold. You can tell me that this is all the games we're going to get. And I'd be like, great. Okay, awesome. I feel good. Same. It's crazy that we're getting. So starting in June, Last of Us 2, then July, Ghost of Tsushima, and Paper Mario 2. And then August. What's coming out in August? I don't, I don't know. I can't think game. of it on the top of the head. Yeah, Cyberpunk for- is in September. Yeah. Well, just, I forgot about SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated also coming out the same day as Last of Us 2. Oh yeah. my gosh. Not too much, yeah, not too much for for August Which, so far. If you, but we if got you think Avengers, about it. Yeah. Cyberpunk yeah. in September. Um, and then yeah, October uh, actually no, they haven't confirmed too many other games outside of that. I mean we've had a lot of games that were delayed that were originally supposed to come out at the beginning of the year. Where are you? It, this will be interesting Legion. to see. This this will be interesting to see because we've never had. I don't. I can't think of anything in the last couple of years where we've had big titles come out during the summer. Like they usually wait till either the spring or fall. Yeah. And obviously, due to the circumstance right now going on in society, uh, it's like that. But it'll be interesting to see how what will happen in terms of sales. I know sales will be through the roof for these games, but uh, it's kind of exciting. Same oh, time. it's super exciting. Yeah. It's, it's, we're in a whole new, I mean, like, it's wild. At the beginning of the year, even before all this stuff started to really uh, affect the world globally, before COVID really became a, a global concern. Yeah. And just in January itself, we had so many announcements of game delays, which was already a weird start off to the year. And then yeah. you have COVID-19, which has canceled all big gaming events. And now you have, yeah, games coming out in the summer these big gaming announcements spread out across four months. And so this means that this fall, not only are we going to have a bunch of exciting, thrilling titles coming out, but we also have on top of all of this, the next generation of consoles coming out yeah. holiday season. 2020 is just a buck wild year for a number of reasons. And, and for gaming, it's, it's even more crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, everybody, that was the news. Those were the four big gaming announcements of this week. We can't wait to find out more. What announcements are you most excited about? What games uh, spark your inner gamer? Which titles will you be pre-ordering and picking up? Let us know at Hit Points Pod on Twitter or send us an email at refillyourhitpoints at gmail.com. Yeah. And if you have any questions what's your favorite? Talk- uh, oh, I was going to say, what's your favorite Tony Hawk song? Because I want to know. Yeah. Email us or tweet us your favorite Tony Hawk Pro Skater song. We want to know. So once again, you can do that at Hit Points Pod on Twitter or refillyourhitpoints at gmail.com. And if, you, if you're digging, if you're liking what you're listening to we always appreciate a a five-star rating or a nice handy review wherever you're listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform that that really helps us out and it makes us feel good but thank you all so much once again for tuning in to hit points pod i'm emily rose jacobson i'm mal acevedo and i'm naeem stewart and join us next week when we once again refill our hit hit points Goodbye.